Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern summertime as it is here uh, now for a few weeks. Thanks for your company. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening into the show and acknowledge that the lands were stolen and never ceded. And Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I'm your host, Sally Goldner. Uh, my pronouns used are she, her. And if you want to get in touch with the show, well, lots of ways to do it via various means of communication. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can also look for posts on Facebook on my page, um, Sally Goldner AM. And very shortly, there will be a post on um, the Out of the Pan page through Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And all opinions on this show are my own. And any resemblance to opinions and views of organisations, um, present or past, is totally coincidental or something like that. Well, it's a bit of a newsy show today um, because there's news of all sorts, um, both queer and broader community, and wanted to go through that because um, we did have, um, there has been a bit going on of relevance, um, not the least of which in the last hour, thus started the presser, um, being um, that of um, um, Daniel Andrews announcing some limits to restrictions. So I'm going to talk, uh, mix it up today and talk about that, given that it's just happened and also talk about a range of queer issues that have just been making the news that I thought were worth mentioning. Um, so I'll mention some of the um, you know, changes to um, lifting of restrictions um, as we go, go through, but also talk some queer stuff. And, of course, the first one that is important is that you can now obtain necessary goods or services within 25 kilometres of home, not just five so that's really important um, that you have that flexibility. Um, and I would point out this is from 11.59pm Melbourne or Victorian time tonight, 18th of October. So don't just rush around quite yet if you are listening live. Um, and you can travel 25 kilometres um, um, from home or permitted work for exercise. And you can drive to places of exercise within the travel boundary. So you'll be able to explore more parks or dare I say, Brighton residents will be able to find out what the plebs are doing in Elstonwick or something like that. I didn't say that. Um, I, I, I feel like I should get a T-shirt sometimes. I survived twenty-five my first 25 years of my life living in Brighton. Brighton, darlings, latte. Anyway, um, seriously, um, please, you know, keep obeying those restrictions. So what will that mean for um, queers? Well, I think that for those queers who have faced a combination of isolation or the wrong sort of connection. If you are stuck in a home, to use a um, commonly cited and quite reasonable example, if you're a trans person, your current place of residence is somewhere where you're either being past named or misgendered, to be able to get out a bit more and for more time, um, you know, that's, um, you know, been eased a little. Um, that is now really important. So you'll be able to get some degree of escape, which I think is really important. Um 
You can also, just notice this one, which I'll come back to later in the show, you can um, attend the resting place of a deceased relative for remembering a key milestone, e.g. a birthday. Yes, I'll come back to that, and I'll just say for now, thank you, Kirsty. So um, lots of, so there is some easing um, of that one, which is um, welcome. Um, You can now have um, 10 people meeting in a public place um, a household or up to 10 people from a maximum of two households can meet for outdoors for social interaction um, or more than 10 if all from the same household, if you're from a big, 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 big household. Um, so there's some news um, on the broader front. But mixing it up, as I said, um, there's been some good um, news for trans people here in Victoria during the week. Uh, following from the fantastic easing of, oh, sorry, easing, um, the much more inclusive birth certificate laws, to put it precisely, um, too much mixing up, um, in May where a trans person born or resident in Victoria can find it much easier in terms of process processes to get their birth certificate, don't, not having to have um, costly and possibly unwanted and unnecessary surgeries to change a birth certificate, um, don't have to have a doctor's sign-off if you're an adult, um, all those sorts of things. There's been a nice breakthrough announced this week by birth, deaths and marriages that if you're a, a trans parent of a child, you can have your birth certificate altered and the child's, which um, therefore means you don't have to out yourself. So, no, I am not a parent, but let's just use, I'll put it in the first person. It's easier to do it this way. Let's say I was a parent and had, um, as it would be likely the case, as it, to use colloquial language, fathered a child in the first part of my life, the birth certificate could now say parent or mother, um, where it mentions who I am in relation to the child. So pretty common sense, really. Um, can't have one without t'other, um, so to speak. So a very welcome little development there, and well done to all who worked on that. Um, Transgender Victoria... Um, involved, um, but not myself in particular, declaring any interest there. But it is seriously welcome, and it comes back to the issue again of privacy. Um, you know, so under previous situations where you couldn't get a birth certificate that accurately reflected your sense of authentic gender and how you saw it, you know, you were constantly outing yourself. A story that happened to me was um, in part of my volunteering roles with Transgender Victoria. Um, we were running a discussion group, needed to get the working with children's check as a volunteer, had all the paperwork. Oh, I can drop that in at a post office um, on my way home from where I was. Uh, at that point, um, prior to May 1st, the birth certificate still said male. And you get funny looks. And it also happened to some trans men colleagues of mine who walked in with their beards, etc., had female and were outright laughed at. So all these things, you know, make sense. But if you have to produce a birth certificate for your child, well, the same principles and situations would apply. So very, very welcome news there. You can check out Birth, Deaths and Marriages website um, and um, also um, Transgender Victorias for more info. Very, very common sense, good news um, and very, very welcome indeed. So I'll have more on the easing of restrictions and potential easing, uh, making sure we note the difference and differences between metro and regional Victoria um, as we move on with the show. But in the meantime, just to catch us up on music, opened up with Wendy Rule from the Deity album way back in 1998 and wanted to play Wendy Rule because, well, she likes, well, like about seven and a half billion 
humans is being affected by COVID, but particularly in her case, Wendy's having to try to come back to Australia after um, living in America for so long because of an unwell relative. And if you can support her by buying her merch, if you can afford to do that, um, or perhaps um, doing something via PayPal, attending one of her great courses and paying, please support her. She's a great um, friend of this show and a very open-minded person. I do not know what her, um, you know, anything I don't need to know hasn't been relevant. But um, she's a huge, whether ally or member of LGBTIQA plus communities, a great supporter and Artemis. Um, well, definitely a great track there, all about a powerful woman. We like that on this show, that um, knoweth no boundary of sex or gendereth. In the meantime, uh, well, talking birth, deaths and marriages, here's a track of that very that actual name by Graham Connors, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Our next door neighbor just turned 82 Though you'd never know it Her step is so sprightly And her eyes they still twinkle whenever she smiles We meet some mornings with a how do you do While searching our gardens For missing newspapers That seem to end up in the strangest of places and now and then we join forces to find A particular well-hid edition Sharing some gossip, our thoughts on the weather Or the paper boy's mental condition And occasionally in spite of our efforts Only one paper is found Whenever that happens We have an arrangement That keeps us both happy She takes one page I take the rest We both end up With the parts we like best I get the news The reviews and the sport She gets the births, deaths and She would consider these things so important While ignoring the major events of the day Then finally on one of those lost paper mornings She noticed me smiling as I tore out her page She said, you'll understand when you get to my age I know the world has its problems Problems that need to be solved But from what I see in the headlines each day It's all out of my control So a gift for a baby, a sympathy card Or a prayer for a couple in love Is something I can do that might make a difference No matter She takes one page, I take the rest We both end up with the parts we like 
best I get the news, the reviews and the sport She gets the births, deaths and marriages And some days I find myself turning the page To the births, deaths and marriages When you compare an old growth forest compared to a forest which is regrowing after a disturbance like logging, they're actually quite different ecosystems. Generally, like older, wetter forests slow down the path of fire, and this is actually quite a well-known phenomenon. Historically, these big, large fires have been quite rare, but what we've seen in the last 20 years is they're becoming quite a lot more common. So we've had three in the last 20 years. This is definitely because of climate change, which is making our ecosystems a lot drier and the fire weather more intense. We need to keep Radical Voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 94198377. This lasting delusion about children trapped in tunnels. That's how we got Aussie Q, it seems, and now everything else. I mean, now it's just a six-month pipeline from that to Australians who who, who live in this alternate uh, American fantasy land where they post about Donald Trump all the time. So its ability to, via Save the Children stuff, to get a whole range of different political persuasions in is what I found fascinating, you know? I talk a lot in the Aussie Q videos about how your auntie, she might not be that far right wing now but she might be quite left she might just be a spiritual hippie type but there's this broad appeal to things like save the children and great awakenings there's almost a hippie-like quality to it particularly when you tone down the whole MAGA element of, of traditional Q and it's getting people in there but Q is not just a conspiracy theory is it it is this conspiracy theory that is meant to drag you right after a few months so your auntie's gonna be talking about make Australia great again in six months if she isn't right now listening to Radical Radio 3CR. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, very first broadcasting at noon until one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, why we went doth Shakespearean, I don't know us, but we did it. Um, we've heard prior to the messages from uh, Graham Connors from the Here and Now album of nineteen ninety five and Births, Deaths and Marriages. A great album, that. Probably one that really pushed him a little wider, although he's still possibly one of the most underrated singer-songwriters in Australian music history. Um, some great tracks um, on this one, The Great Australian Dream, Welcome to the Here and Now, The Ringer and the Princess, The Big Ballad, as they call it, and um, The Pacific Hotel as well. Um, 
All right, we've had um, some messages come in, and let's get to them. And who we had? Roving Reporter has checked in. Hey, Roving, how are you going? Um, yes, restrictions are eased, and with a bit of luck, I think, and in fact, more than a bit of luck, just good management and progress, I think we should get some, I think we would get some more, and I'll come back to that in a second. Um, you've had a chuckle at Plebs in Elstermick. You're quite right. It's not, I should say, it's not Plebs in Elstermick. It was the Brighton East ones that always were the problem. Ha, 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 ha. Seriously, um, um, you've said something of great importance. Dan Andrews said something interesting in the presser today, culture or as some people call it, culture with a capital K. Do you think our cultural norms are going to change forever now, Sally? How do you think Dan Andrews has performed throughout this period? Have you seen the queer-friendly candidates for the local council elections? So, yeah, that fits in quite nicely with our balancing theme of broader world news and um, community today. Um, I think, well, what what are our cultural norms? What were they prior to, say, February or so? Um, and what were, what have they been this year? I think, you know, I think there's been some people, you know, yes, we just heard I um, total um, therendipitously planned that message about the conspiracy theorists. We've seen them emerge, of course, during this time, you know, that COVID doesn't exist. I read an article yesterday how a woman who was wanting to do the right thing and wear her mask, um, you know, sort of was walking along the Yarra legally with a friend and a, um, her mask had slipped. She was trying to put it back on and a jogger without mask comes along and says, oh, don't do that. The whole COVID thing's a conspiracy. Well, I think that we've seen that extreme right-wingism can go too far. And, you know, come back. I'll try to get to that during the show in the context of the New Zealand election and to some extent the Australian Capital Territory election here. Um, so if we're going to get rid of if, – if it was a cultural norm that we believed conspiracy theories, I think people have seen through it a lot. And we've sort of got back to that Australian down-to-earth guts cut through the BS. I'd better keep it polite. Um, you know, sort of um, – you know, sort of um, – uh, yeah. Um, you know, um, we have got back to some common – a little bit of common sense. Now, whether we come all the way back – and we start getting some decency or not, it's another question, particularly in the context of a national election. Um, and so it's a tough one. Um, you know, will we, when the dust settles a bit and we are perhaps in a more relaxed state, be able to reflect a little more um, on where we've been, where we were prior and um, what went wrong Um you know, prior to this time on so many issues and wanted to mention we paid the forest and climate message. Um, also want to acknowledge thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue um, who talk about environment and climate, diving deep for marine news as they do, 11.30 till noon every Sunday. Um, yeah, um, an interesting um, one there. You know, we need, I don't want to go back to where we were um, prior to February in a lot of ways, the selfishness, the lack of respect for climate and all the rest of it. And, you know, it comes down to, you've asked whether Dan has, you know, how do you think Dan has performed? I've tended to stay away from analysis of the COVID-19 issue, but you've asked, so I'm going to go with it. Has he done a perfect job? Probably not. Uh, Can you tell me one political leader who has done a perfect job? There have been some, some who have done very good jobs, and I think Jacinta Ardern has received a just reward in part, but not totally. Um, lots of other good things, how she handled the terrible situation in Christchurch, um, you know, last year, um, you know, I think is, is reward for good leadership. Um, so, 
you know, in terms of Dan Andrews, you know, I think he had to he had to make those decisions. I mean, you know, it was only three months ago or whatever it was we were having seven hundred plus new cases a day, and what are we down to single digits yet again today? And most importantly, no deaths recorded. Um, so maybe he had to do it, and it wasn't popular. Did he get it exactly right? Probably not. But he put an estimated roadmap based on reasonable modelling, and we're within a week of that. You know, we were hoping for more release of restrictions today. And it didn't happen. But okay, we've got some because that's what we can do. So I think he's done the best job in a difficult circumstance. And to be honest, I think most of the premiers have, and I'm going to be controversial even for a radical ratbag lefty on a lefty station. I Look, Scott Morrison's been invisible, but has done also some reasonable things as well. Um, the question is, and I'm going to link this into you know the electoral cycle stuff, what will happen... Um, you know, with the state election. I mean, it's due at this point in um, November 2022, given our fixed terms. Will things recover enough so that people will be able to, you know, forget any, and I will say, alleged mistakes? I'm not an expert on politics or hotels or everything or epidemiology. Um, You know, that's, um, you know, another question. And, you know, Victoria is perhaps to some extent... Um, you know, sort of similar-ish to the ACT. We are, I think, two of the more progressive, relatively left-leaning areas. Uh, oh, no, we're left. A bunch of militant lefties um, in, the, in those two areas of Australia. New Zealand, I think, also doesn't have the influence of the Murdoch, sorry, Murdoch media um, as well, which is perhaps why Jacinta has done so well and got an outright majority. So, yeah, some, some thoughts there on Daniel Andrews and the Victorian state government. Um, and your last point in the original one, a couple more messages there, um, you know, queer-friendly candidates for the local council elections. Well, yeah, there has been a range, and it was worth noting that um, the son of former Premier Ted Bailey, nicknamed Big Ted, um, no, um, he wasn't on Play School or anything, seriously, um, Rob Bailey, who's an out gay man, is running for um, local councils in the inner eastern suburbs of Melbourne in the upcoming council elections um, due to... Um, sort of be counted in the next week or so. Um, and, you know, look, he said he supported marriage, nin, 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 nin. so I always say let's get people talking about um, when they say they support queer issues, well, what, what do you know about trans or intersex? And I'll come back to intersex as well before the end of the show, given an important date coming up in the next week or so there as well. By goodness, it's all happening. Um, so, yeah, um, I haven't seen all the queer-friendly candidates. It turned out in my particular ward where I live, one, there were three question marks and a negative, which is interesting. And so I suppose, that you know, look, full credit to all the, you know, rainbow local government type of organisations who are trying to get, you know, queer-friendly services. And look, the it's common, it's public knowledge. I live in the city of Manningham, which is doing good things. And whilst it is public knowledge, on one point I'll play safe and not mention, but someone well-known in Manningham, not me, um, has announced they have a queer child, which is really important. So that's really nice, and one day I'll have to follow up on that. Um, So, yeah, um, lots to consider there. You've also come along, roving reporters also said, sadly, I saw the entitlement of a very selfish middle class that's um, left a lasting impression on me, Sally. Yeah, look, um, on so many levels, I mean... I want to say something. My parents, and again, I'll come back to parents in the next before the end of the next segment. Um, ran small businesses all their life. I 
you know, and they always used to say, you know, gosh, we're battling to pay the suppliers this month or something or that sort of thing, or there's tough customers in retail. So I do have a strong empathy for small business. I'm not a total radical ratbag lefty, but of course you could be a radical ratbag lefty and run a small business because we like diversity and intersectionality. But I think that what we've seen from a lot of the business sector has come across, come across, has, has been selfish. And now I want business to open, um, for sure. Um, you know, I would like to have the choice of goods and services. And I'm sure like many people of um, um, all gender identities and gender expressions, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to perhaps get our eyebrows and eyelashes done again, etc., etc. Well, you know, we've also got to balance this out. And I know, you know, I understand small businesses suffering and really, um, you know, doing it tough. But we also have to say that, well, if we rush out too early, you know, we'll be in trouble. Look at what's happening in, you know, some of the European countries where they've had to go back into lockdowns again. So really important. And you're welcome on the response. I try to be a balanced Libran, um, (laughs) uh, indeed. But um, now let's get some common sense in. Also, I want to mention on the Murdoch media, the petition started by Kevin Rudd um, originally crashed because so many people wanted to sign it. It got to 38,000, I think, because that was so big, it had to somehow, in a good way, be reported to Parliament. Well, it's back up and running, and when I signed yesterday, it was close to 300,000 people. So that's pretty huge, and I think that says something, that people are fed up with the excess influence of the Murdoch slash um, News Corp's um, Corp, sorry, print, um, um, and you know, really over the whole thing um, of um, you know the excess influence. And when you consider how centralised um, you know media has become um, in terms of uh, murder media and the few um, digital companies like Facebook and Google. Um, you know, we do have a problem there that we're not getting enough diversity of media. Um, um, yours truly tries for an hour a week, as do all the other great presenters for an hour or two on 3CR. And in fairness, community media, which, um, you know, um, you know, sort of does do um, so much work. I'm just trying to bring up the link to the Kevin Rudd petition um, at the moment so we can give that a mention um, because I think that is important. Um, and... Um, you know, it is really important that, um, you know, we do um, have diversity in media. and But it's also, um, to me, not just a matter of diversity in media, it's the quality and whether a particular show or a station has truly diverse opinions. Um, you know, and this station started in 1976 because so many groups were just not getting a voice or not getting equal and fair and balanced treatment. And so either you've got to have a diversity of media and or, because we don't like binaries, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of make sure that, um, you know, media, it's not just what it says, but how it says it. Electronic media, and I can think of a certain, a few certain commercial media presenters, and I often think of this in the context because we are in that third anniversary of the postal survey, where they would pull it just neutrally say no campaign, but the yes campaign was the gay lobby, 
which you know is a subtle form of bias as well in how you communicate. It's also how much space you give and how much wording you give and how much how equally you interrogate the views of you know in simple binary terms just for a moment um, two sides of an argument. So really important that that comes into it. So that comes into a lot of these things. Um, you know, so um, I think it is really important that we sign that petition. And that will um, have balance. And, um, you know, that, um, you know, the, uh, therefore the Kevin Rudd petition is really important, um, you know, um, for those who are interested in diverse media. And it's not so much about your views. Um, it is about having... Um, diverse media. It's now up at 313,769 as of 12.33 Australian Eastern Summertime on this day. And if you just look for um, Parliament, um, I hit the search engine and came up with Kevin Rudd petition and it came up pretty quickly when you then get to the petitions list for Parliament of Australia at aph.gov.au. So there's a long ramble. Very quickly, some of the other restrictions that have eased... um, Child minding is permitted with restrictions. Um, you know, sort of end of life. Um, person plus ten household can attend a recreation. Oh, I'm not sure why that's under end of life. Um, a recreation entertainment venue for a set period of time. Um, and um, no, and in shopping, no limit to the number of people from one household that can attend shop together, nor how many times there has been amount of time and day, and daily times. We still can't travel intrastate. Hello to our people in regional Victoria. Implications very quickly on the lifting of some of the restrictions for queers. You know, as I say, some, you know, the right sort of connection and less isolation, so important. Um, also, there are some things um, where you can't get things in your local area are not queer, but an example that came to me when we were in the first stage of lockdown back in April, it was Passover, it was very hard to get some of the Jewish food in my area, as I say, where I live in Manningham. I thought it was a bigger Jewish population. I did find one, but it was sort of after the, the permitted period. Um, you know, um, outdoor communal gym equipment um, still open, trampolining still closed, so I'm not quite getting our bounce back yet. Um, you know, sort of still lots of things closed. Um, indoor venues in particular. All right. Um, I did some daggy things during the week, um, one of which was as I drove, um, thank heavens for swimming being back again, as I drove from my place to my swim within five kilometres of home, I did some air drums on the steering wheel to do the drum solo in this track. Um, Let's have a listen to Bob Seger from Live Bullet in 1975 and his version of a classic, Bo Diddley, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company, and as always, um, permission to play air guitar, air drums, air saxophone, um, air bass, always welcome on the show. Just do it safely and with a mask on or something. Um, Yes, yours truly over-masked the other week, so eager was I to get in. For my swim, I had the swimming costume on under um, out of warm clothing on a mild morning, um, stripped everything off down to swimmers, jumped in the pool and still had the mask on. I think that's over over precaution on the COVID front. Bob Seeger from the um, live Bullet album of 1975 and Bo Diddley. All right. Um, more messages coming in from um, Roving Reporter. Let's have a look at um, where we got to. Um, Roving will be going to their, ask their local cafe to ban all newspapers for health reasons. Um, not joking, and hopefully it might change our cultural norms to reading, um, you know, um, from reading such nasty propaganda in a nice cafe. Well, you know, certainly murder media, Fairfax can have its moments. Um, not sure about others, but, um, you know, look, I think there has to be some of that, or at least, again, a balance, I think, is the go, um, said the Libran. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a point. Um, you know, sort of, we have acknowledged quiet achievers, is your other point, like doctors and nursing, nurses and other hardworking health professionals. Um, and so, you know, we can survive, um, you know, without um, some of those people. Um yeah, American election result. Well, here's a big one, you know, and this has been noted that, um, you know, the American election result, obviously those who are only eligible to vote can vote, but it will have huge effects around the world, including Australia. What will it mean for our alliance, um, all the rest of it, um, and foreign policy, but also, you know, obviously, well, there's one that relates so much to um, LGBTIQA plus issues, the you know, pulling back of so many things under um, you know, the Trump administration, both directly in terms of policy and regulation, but indirectly, the now increasingly likely um, appointment of um, the conservative um, replacement to Ruth Bader Ginsburg prior to the November election is um, problematic, given some of the views that um, she has. And we are really in you know, the proverbial Gilead handmaid's tail territory. But, um, you know, sort of people do tend to follow those in power for better or worse. And, you know, if Trump can, does um, leave the Oval Office, I think I suppose is how we'd have to put it, um, certainly a Biden victory would at least put a break, the brakes on that and turn it around because we've seen, you know, increasingly court decisions in America where um, LGBTI laws are being pushed, protection laws are being pushed aside for, uh, in the name of so-called religious freedom. So, yeah, obviously got to watch that. Um, I, if I've got my numbers right, I think that will be um, 
you know, sort of um, Wednesday, um, obviously Tuesday the 4th in America, Wednesday the 5th, um, usually around the middle of the day, Australian time where we start getting, Australian Eastern, where we start getting some indication of what is happening. Um, you know, very, very critical indeed. Um, you know, do I do I say thoughts and prayers or something? Um, not quite sure if that's quite quite the answer we need. Um, the other thing, of course, are talking elections. Um, yeah, New Zealand and ACT. Um, go, Jacinta. Um, if you say you will in, be invading Australia, just tell me where I surrender and I'll do it. Um, you know, just seriously, a quality leader. She just balances in a way what society, not that word society, calls masculine and feminine styles of leadership so well. We saw this with her genuine empathy during the horrific situation after the um, situation in March 2019 in Christchurch and may um, those people rest in peace and may um, families of the, and friends of those affected may you continue to heal as best as you can. Um, but she just did that so well and she's done it again. No nonsense. Um, so really good. Um, go Jacinta. Um, and I think that that says something. Apparently, there just seems to be less influence of Murdoch media in New Zealand. And look what happens. Um, ACT election. Well, um, you know, most likely a Labor Greens coalition, which from depending on your viewpoint, of course, um, is good or bad. Um, obviously, um, better than um, um, Liberals. But of course, the ACT are more progressive area um, and does have some influence, I suppose. You know, it's still there. Um, so yeah, some good um, you know outcomes there. Now, as I say, it could really be um, each to their own as to what happens after that. Um, so yeah, there's um, some news with queer implications, um, and yeah, also I've got to say that the Globe Awards will be online on the fourth of December, declaring your interest, uh, my interest, sorry, as a judge. Um, where's that 10cc song when you need it um, about good morning um, and you know very exciting um, you know there's been lots of amazing dedicated work done during this year by many people of all backgrounds including in LGBTIQA plus communities here in Victoria and you know it is a very exciting time and um, the hint is that the finalists will be announced tomorrow um, so watch out for that. Um, can't say any more, um, even under threat of um, being forced to watch Murdoch Media or read Murdoch Papers for the rest of my life. Anyway, um, I said I'd dedicate a song um, and mentioned, you know, visiting um, resting places of significant relatives, that sort of thing. Uh, my mum would have been 82 today, um, not um, with us, um, left us just before her 80th back in 2018. Um, so in the spirit of honouring her and the show must go on and also hi to dad and sister, dad who hadn't been well for a couple of weeks during September but is um, on the way back now, um, not COVID I suppose we have to say this year, um, there's probably no prizes for, regular, for frequent listeners to guess what song I'm going to play, this one for my mum and my grandmother um, from the Eagles with Joe Walsh on lead vocals, the version from their Hell Freezes Over mostly live album pretty maids all in a row 3cr 855am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au and 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally
13R Radio Capucha Radio in Spanish every Wednesday at 6:30 p.m. Radio Capucha, Radio Feminista en Español, todos los miércoles a las 6 y media p.m. The Rainbow Door is a free, culturally safe specialist helpline for all LGBTIQA plus Victorians. The helpline provides information, support 
and referral from experienced peer workers on issues including mental health, family violence, relationships, suicide prevention and sexual assault. For information, support and referral, call the Rainbow Door on 1-800-729-367. That's 1-800-729-367, 10am to 6pm every day. Switchboard is a 3CR supporter. Indeed, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And yes, remember, switchboard 1-800-184-527 for LGBTIQA plus people. And of course, another great support if needed. We wish it wasn't needed in a way, but um, 1-800-542-847 for the With Respect Family Violence um, support as well. Um, well, two parts of our Rainbow community have stuff coming up um, soon. On the 26th of October is Intersex Awareness Day, so that is Monday week. Um, and that's an important one. Many people perhaps not still aware of what intersex is. It's where um, physical sex characteristics differ from societal and medical expectations, um, so to speak. Um, you know, we think that there's only two bodies when it comes to that at birth, and there are far more possibly... Um, you know, sort of at least 20, probably 40, when we look at variations of chromosomes, genitals, and everything. Um, so very, very important. And ACE Week, um, formerly Asexual Awareness Week, um, is from the 25th to the 31st. So I will get organised during the week and have some ACE people on the show, Asexual and Aromantic. Intersex Awareness Day marks the first public demonstration by intersex people in North America on 26 October 1996 outside a venue in Boston where the American Academy of Pediatrics was holding its annual conference. And... Um, Intersex activists Morgan Holmes and Max Beck participated for the, in inverted commas, now defunct Intersex Society of North America. Um, And that's from Wikipedia. And so, yeah, Ace Week, you can look up Ace Week um, um, in your search engine and find out more about that. So very quickly, just a few more of the restrictions eased today. I won't say, well, if things go well, we'll get some more easing. I think we will get it definitely in the next week or two. I just wanted to say we ended up with all the modelling being pretty close, um, you know, to where we needed to be. And the fact that it's only really been a few days out, I think, has been quite welcoming. And also, most importantly, virtually zero deaths in the last few days um, with the single-digit new case numbers Um, So you'll be able to do some car washing again. Ronda the Honda will be pleased to hear that. Um, And outdoor non-essential home maintenance and repairs, mobile pet grooming back, um, some shaggy dogs everywhere, Um, solar power installers and other things coming back. Um, You know, sort of, um, um, you know, also there'll be some increase in work um, premises as well. It would appear seafood processing facilities back, um, yeah, seafood and eat it. That sort of thing. Anyway, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Take it out today. Well, in honour of the late Eddie Van Halen, who passed away in the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't have, you know, there are songs that we all love, and this one is the closest I have to a pump-up sort of song, um, as well as Bo Diddley playing air drums. And, of course, you always have permission to play air instruments safely when listening to this show. Um, Here is um, Van Halen with Dreams. And, um, yeah, 
um, wanted to um, play that one for Eddie, or as it's to give it its accurate name, Higher. That's what dreams are made of. Um, keep dreaming of better times, queer or other, and or in everything, um, everybody, including Melbourne. And I'll close by perhaps um, losing 17 out of 18 of my listeners. Go Tigers. Three, um, thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Thanks to Roving for your contributions. Oh, and also, yes, Roving says hi to Melina, um, um, part of our community. Um, and um, also, yes, just a few late messages. Um, yeah, um, Andrew Barr, gay politician, kissing his partner after winning the ACT elections. Um, yep, um, will I ever move back to Brighton? Well, I haven't um, forgot to buy my Oslotto ticket this week, so it won't be this week. Um, and um, women leaders more empathic with, of course, the exception of Margaret Thatcher. I'd agree with that, and I agree that's why people like Jacinta Ardern are so awesome. Anyway, better get out of here and make way for freedom of species. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.